Welcome to Hashtag No Filter Healthcare Podcast. This is where reality meets medicine, raw, unscripted, and uncensored. Co-hosted by healthcare aficionados, Taylor Dunn and Tamara Donda. Ready to deep dive into the heart of healthcare? No filter, just facts. Let's get started. Welcome to Hashtag No Filter Healthcare. I'm your co-host, Taylor Dunn. And I'm your other co-host, Tamara Donda. And today we're going to be talking about vendor reputation. Oh, yeah. Vendor reputation. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's funny that this came up because we were, um, I was in, if you're familiar in dental industry, there's a group called DVIN. Um, It's where vendors are able to kind of get together and um, just talk about industry issues and, um, and support each other and and what we had an opportunity to do yesterday was um, we were able to speak to some DSO leaders in this safe space and um, be able to just understand what some of their pain points are. And um, they were able to be open and honest with us. And one of the things that came up was, you know, vendor reputation, but also about how they are constantly hit on LinkedIn and emails and it's just too much and they just they don't want to talk to vendors when they hit them with all of these communications and and sometimes you lose reputation with the company because of that um and i feel like we've probably brought this up before but i just i feel like we could talk about it from our own experience because Tamara and i we we also even though we are vendors technically we get hit by other vendors <laughs> so we mm-hmm. actually understand what it's like completely um and so we wanted to kind of highlight this as a topic today to just go through you know some maybe some solutions we were thinking about some cool stuff so Yeah. And it's a full circle moment for me because of course I'm on the marketing side. So I'm the one probably sending those emails, (laughs) but then I'm also on the other side of it as a, you know, working with you guys and getting these emails about people, you know, trying to um, basically cross the mark with me versus trying to go to Janesh, you know, for, you know, certain things that they're offering or services. And so it's kind of like, you know, I'm at a both sides and I start to realize, okay, when is enough enough, right? When do you really peel back and try to think about, okay, is this substantial for me right now? Like, should I be talking to them? Um, Will they be, you know, at the receiving end of this product? Will they be the ones signing on the dotted line? And like answering those questions for yourself is, is major because if you are talking to the wrong person on the other side, whether it's the service is wrong or the person is wrong, then you will immediately be cut. I think from their mind, at least for for the most part, most people are not as okay with being bombarded by messages, especially if it does not pertain to them. Right. It has happened before on accident. Thank you, HubSpot. I recently just talked about this. It did happen, but I got to say, a major deal came from it from one of my one of my people in this network and they were like oh my god i've been trying to get in front of these guys and it just it was a weird fluke message that went out to them and then they ended up scheduling a meeting and boom it happened so i guess it can have some positives but at the same time if you are looking to you know sell your services to somebody 
be very diligent in who you're talking to and what the product is and if it pertains to that actual company because a lot of the times you're just shooting things at the wall to see what sticks and you will lose um, and and really put a poor sort of downfall on your reputation and people are going to just know you as that annoying person that just keeps bugging them all the time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so. from my perspective, I, I will get so irritated from the emails that I get from the same person that are trying to make me, and sometimes they try to make me feel bad about not responding to them. And I will literally make a point in my mind to not talk to that company. Even if I need their services, now I'm, now I'm upset. Now I'm like, you know, we've gone over the line. I've got other things on my mind. This is not the right time. Why am I rhyming so much? Um, We'll stop it right there. <laughs> I, so, you know, it's it's not going to work for me. Like I, I know what I need and when I need it. And so, you know, at Uptime Health, we try to have that same mentality. Like we want to, like you said, approach the right type of audience. And we don't want to bombard people because that's not a good look for any company. Um, and so that's why I kind of, you know, I had this idea. So LinkedIn, if you're listening... <laughs> which, mm -hmm. you know, it'd be great if you could figure out a way to do, you know, how they have those badges where it says, um, now hiring open to work. Yeah, open to work. that says, mm -hmm. um, open to services or like open to vendors or whatever you want to call it. Um, or like closed to new business or closed to new services or what is probably a better way to, to list it, but something that indicates that they are not open to buying any kind of services or products or anything because they have other priorities or maybe their company has put them on like a buying hold where they can't spend any budget money at all right now. And from like a vendor perspective, that's great information because we're not wasting their time. We're not ruining our reputation by hitting them when they can't even do anything about it, even if they want to. So, I mean, there's, you know, there's a two sides to this as well. You know, obviously we want to be top of mind for when that buying hold is lifted, but it's just, it's a good indication to say like, Hey, you're wasting your time and you're making yourself look bad versus they're so sick of getting the messages that they don't even want to talk to you at the end of the day. So. Yeah. And you can really ruin your reputation by doing that. And that's, what's terrible is like, if the timing is, is wrong and you can't feel bad for the other person, or you have to kind of feel bad. Sorry. You kind of have to feel bad for the other person on the other side, because I've been there that, you know, you don't know exactly what is going on within that company. Like you can do all of the data and all the scraping that you can, but then in, at the end of the day, there's, there's a lot of things that are just not public knowledge. And so the timing just may be wrong and then you're approaching them and then boom, they're done. Right. And so I really feel like the, the more that you you know, research and I'm all about automation and AI. I talk about it all the time. I think there's a great use case for it, but there's also not a great use case for it. And like, I think LinkedIn and mail, please, for the love of God, if anybody is on LinkedIn doing LinkedIn emails and they're doing it automated, pull back because LinkedIn is a social network. And if you're going at it, think about how many DMs people used to get on Instagram right from scammers. And then it's like, boom, archive, delete, spam, you know, block. 
The same goes for LinkedIn. And so if you are just going at it without even looking at what they're doing or engaging with them, like I say, it is more of a marathon than it is a sprint on LinkedIn specifically. And so when you're out there messaging, go to their posts, right? See what they're doing with their companies, comment back, like things. And I guarantee you, you will see a much higher return on that than you will trying to DM them and DM across, you know, multiple people at different places at different times, right? Think about it. No companies at the same time in the timeline right now. So you have to know more information about them in order to approach them because again, you could hit them when the time is wrong and then you're out the door and that's, that's it. Well, that was actually one of the other things, one of the DSOs brought up was um, that if, at the end of the day, they want to build a relationship with the vendors. They don't want to be sold. And so yep. they would rather get to know you as a person and what you're about and what how you care about the industry versus you sitting there telling them how great your company is and how you can solve problems for them. And I mean, you think about it, like these networking events, I don't, I hardly talk about what I do with Uptime Health. I probably spend at least 90% of my time getting to know people because I'm like, that's the value right there. I get to know who these people are. I get to understand them on a deeper level and really truly see what their problems are. And if I can be a solution or if I know of a solution, that's not even us, but someone else. And so I'm just being like a, a friendly person in the industry. So there is a way to be able to talk to um, industry leaders and get, you know, get to be able to have those meaningful conversations. That's not a hundred percent sales a hundred percent of the time because they absolutely hate that. I mean, think about it from your own perspective. I hate it. <laughs> I don't respond well to someone coming at me being like, can I tell you about what I do here at this company? I'm like, no, mm -mm. I'm going to keep walking. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to versus like them talking to me like I'm a person, you know? Right. So, mm -hmm. The same idea. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, I think you can recognize, you know, similarities with people. And I think that that is where community really soars is when you're like, oh, you have kids? So do I. Um, you know, you, you could talk long hours with me on how mother being a mother is not as uh, beautiful and glorifying as people make it out to be because it is absolutely not, but you can connect with people in a way that you, you match in similarities or you find that commonality or that, that common ground. And that is where the best business decisions happen is, is at that point. And also knowing that, again, going back to the marathon sprint analogy, it's the same thing because if you think about it, there will be a time, no matter where they are, there will be a time where the, they themselves are going to need your products or services, or they know someone that needs your product or services. It right. really does come around. And so there will be a time where they will reach out. I can't tell you how many people I've come to, you know, uptime, even from long, long ago that I have like resurfaced from an email, you know, and it, it does happen. Yeah. But knowing that, it's not instantaneous and that the conversation can't act like that. You can't just go out, oh, here's my products and services, join. 
like that's just not going to work. But if you go at it with resources, like, you know, recently that email touched on some people that we, you know, were trying to kind of resurface and it was all about our white paper and, you know, the things that we have, the education around, you know, managing your equipment. And there was so much there and so much value in that email. Again, value in that email that they were like, oh, this is totally something that we want to talk to, you know, your sales team about. So again, it will come around, but if you go at the conversation being like, this is what I do and this is what I need you to do for me, it is so, so not the right approach in any situation. Um, And it can definitely ruin your reputation at the end of the day. Yeah. And I also think like it would be really great. And now I've put on my uptime health hat. So I've switched again. Um, you know, when we're trying to learn the needs of these industry leaders, understanding what they're looking for. I mean, it'd be great even just, you know, to be able to indicate like right now I'm open to these types of services. You know what I mean? Like, and I feel like that would be so helpful for them as well to be able to say like, hey, if you're not within this scope, of like the, or this like category of services, like, please just like chill on the messages. Like I don't need 30 DMs a day about something that I don't actually have, um, you know, a need for right now. And it's like, if I could narrow it down to people reaching out where maybe I don't even know that that technology exists or that service exists, like, but I'm putting it out there that I need help in this area, then the right type of people can communicate with me. Like, I would just love that from like a vendor perspective. But I can also see it being like so helpful from a a client perspective too, to just have a space. And I feel like LinkedIn is that space. And I, I really wish they had something like that. I'm going to email them. (laughs) Yeah. Support, support. (laughs) No. And I, I also think that, you know, ultimately if you go to the LinkedIn profile, right. And you see the person that your prospect and you look at their activity those are active intents. Like I call them intent because they are intently searching and engaging with something on LinkedIn. Now you'll find that if you look through their activity feed and things that they're liking, that there's some sort of trend sometimes. Like if you go to mine, you're going to see a bunch of AI stuff. You're going to see a bunch of marketing stuff. You're going to see, you know, little things that I'm interested in, you know, the dental side. And then, you know, each individual person has their own sort of intents that they make. Um, look at that. That's valuable data. It's public knowledge. You guys can see that if they're, if they're not private, obviously, but you can go in and see, you know, what those active intents are. And then you have products like Zoom Info where you can actually see a little bit more intense on the Google side. So like if they're searching on Google for certain things, um, there is where you have some sort of knowledge that is like, okay, they're kind of looking for something like this. But again, when it comes to the messaging, you can't act and make assumptions about what they're interested in because it could be completely, you know, just them trying to research, right? So you have to know that that information yet it is available it may not be accurate and so again it just comes down to the top of the funnel messaging that's going out there and being really strategic in what you say uh, versus trying to again throw things at the wall and see what sticks see i was trying to find the easy way where like people would tell me uh, and just be really upfront about it and you're like guys do the research like you <laughs> like well i'm always going to say data is key. 
<laughs> no, well, and also there are things you can do to prepare yourself. Yeah. I'm all about being prepared, right? Yeah. And research is the best way to be prepared. And again, like don't just do LinkedIn and mail to everyone about your oh. products and services. Just look at what they're doing, connect with them, right? Find commonalities and common ground. That to me is way more valuable. And think about it. You spend an hour a day going on LinkedIn and just connecting with one person on the other side. I promise you it's a long game, but it will pay off. Yeah. It will. And you're going to see people that will come to you and be like, Hey, I actually do need your services. <laughs> um, it's like, all right, perfect. Here we go. So yeah. And then yeah. you're more memorable and you're a person that they trust. And they're like, I don't, I don't feel like if I message this person, they're going to be like, Oh, let's sell you today. Like, let's get this done right now and get like all aggressive. It's like, oh, that's, you know, thanks for reaching out. I can definitely, you know, talk to you about what we what we offer. And it's like, it's a more relaxed, comforting environment, which is the most effective way for these DSOs or just any healthcare, you know, companies to feel like they're in that safe space where they can make a, a valid decision and a trusted decision. So uh, it was an interesting take um, on vendor reputation where it's it's not always about, um, you know, what your branding is doing, but what you're also doing through your communication. So, yep. All right. Well, thank you for joining us today on hashtag no filter healthcare. And thank you to our sponsor, Uptime Health. If you'd like to learn more, um, you can visit UptimeHealth.com. Um, if you have any comments or questions below or please leave them below. Thank you. Thank you.